Well, thank you so much for joining me on The Drive Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Sternad, a pastor here in Mobile, Alabama. Excited to have you listen today and pray that God encourages your heart. Good morning and welcome to The Drive. Thanks, guys, for joining in. Uh, As I'm driving here to work, it's 7.45 a.m. on Wednesday. Wednesday. Got midweek study tonight at Calvary Chapel Mobile, and we're in uh, Genesis chapter 41. Um, almost at the end of our journey through Genesis. It's been awesome. Uh, I love the book of Genesis. It's just amazing. Just so um, so deep, so full. Covers so much, uh, such an amount of time. It's but it's awesome. So anyway, we are just kind of cruising through Colossians and chapter one, and I'm going to finish out chapter one as I kind of highlight and emphasize different verses uh, each episode. And the verse I wanted to highlight here in chapter one of Colossians is verse 28, verse 28, the uh, the second to the last verse. Um, Pretty amazing because, you know, as Paul's writing, as he's talking and he's warning these Christian believers in Colossae who were um, being invaded by the Gnostics who were spreading their heretical doctrine, he says this, just so simple. He says, Him we preach. Him we preach. Him with a capital H. Okay? Jesus. <laughs> He's talking about Jesus. People preach a lot of different things today, right? Uh, whether it's a topic or it's a controversial thing or it's a, a political view or it's a anti this or pro that. I mean, people preach a lot of stuff today. There's a lot of stuff going on, right? And there's a lot of disagreement with things that are going on. And so people preach a lot of different things. But when it comes to the Christian life, and not the compartmentalized Christian life, not like, oh, I preach Jesus on Sunday and sometimes on midweek study. No, like, we want to relay the truth and the reality of Jesus, not just on Sundays, you know, like... Like all the time. And and preach just means to proclaim or to herald. It doesn't mean you... I know we get this sort of... We have this preconception of where you're preaching. That means you're like kind of like yelling, spitting a little bit on the front row in church, sweating, you know, and you're just listening, saying amen really loud. And we get this idea of what preaching means. But really, preaching just means proclaiming, heralding, sharing. And that's what the word preach means. And Paul simply says, him... We preach. If we're not talking about Jesus, if we're not talking about our Savior, then we're not talking about the most important person in the universe. (laughs) Because Jesus is the head of the church, the foundation, the cornerstone, the leader, the mediator between God and man. I mean, look at Hebrews. He's better than. That's what Hebrews is about, the book of Hebrews. He's better than the angels. He's better than the... I mean, he has the preeminence. And so if we're not about Jesus, then 
we're about something else that's not the main thing <laughs> you know like we got to be about Jesus he's he is who saves he is why sinful man can approach a holy God and communicate with him it's all about Jesus him we preach and Paul goes on in 28 Colossians 1 28 and says warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus and so we preach Jesus which is good news right the gospel is good news but there's also a warning that comes along with that so if you're following and adhering to the truth then you know that there's lies out there Lies that threaten to lure you away from what and who is important. And the thing is, we can't buy into the lies. Satan would love that. He would love for us to be about everything else except for Jesus. He would love to have us get caught up in drama and forget what's important in life. He would love to get us angry with someone or bitter about something or jealous about someone and and just think about that and be consumed with that instead of consumed with eternal things, instead of being consumed with Christ. He loves that. He loves when you put your Bible down and say, well, I'll get to it later. He loves when you say, you know what, I don't need to go to church. I'll just watch online yeah, and I'll go back maybe next year or a couple years, you know, or maybe I won't go back. My church is, you know, the wilderness. I, I don't need to hang out with other believers. He would love for you, for me to do that. He would love for us to break fellowship and just try to do it on our own because he knows we'll fail. You know, Satan wants us to fall. And so we need to, there needs to be a warning that goes along with preaching Jesus and following Jesus. That listen, there's truth there. But with truth comes a bombardment of lies as people try to dethrone Jesus, as people try to disvalidate Jesus, as people talk against him and say, yeah, he's a good person, but... Yeah, yeah, you can believe in Jesus, but you also have to believe in... No. So warning those who are kind of being swayed away and wavering in the faith, you know, starting to believe you know, lies. We, we have to be ambassadors of Christ in that... We preach the good news, but we also say, hey, watch out for this, though. You know, be careful about that. Don't get swayed. That sounds like truth, but actually, you know what? It's totally unbiblical. Stay away from it. So with truth comes lies, so there needs to be warning. There needs to be intentionality. There needs to be awareness. And then verse 29, last verse of Colossians 1, he says, To this end I also labor... Striving according to the working which works in me mightily. I love that. I love that because Paul was not a glory hound. He was not like, okay, how can I be seen the most? How can people be impressed by my preaching and stuff? Like, I want to make a sign with my face on it saying, Apostle Paul's here. Come in this weekend. Come on out, you know. And I'm not knocking, letting people know church is going on, but I'm just saying like, he never, and he was careful to never, take the credit for people's lives being transformed because he understood and he knew that it was the Lord. And that's why he says here, 
in verse 29 guys this is this isn't me like it's not my strength that is just coming out and changing the world like this is god he said i labor yeah like i work i i do what i'm called to do and i i work hard you know striving but it's him working in me like i work hard i put my hand at the plow you know But it's him working in me mightily. It's God. What a what a great witness when we do something and it results um, in, in some kind of success, and we're able to give glory to God. What a great witness! Because people just ex- are expecting you to be like, "Yeah, I did it. I deserve it." But how great is it to give glory to Christ? To give glory to God and say, no, no, that's not me. That's that's God. That's what Paul did. And Paul had a lot of reasons to try to take the credit. But he was humble enough to say, you know what, I'm the chief sinner. Yeah, yeah, you know, lives are being changed. You know, churches are being planted. Uh, God is working mightily. But it's God working mightily in and through me. It's not me working mightily. It's God. So Paul was all about just proclaiming Jesus, working hard for God, and giving him the credit, the honor, and the glory. Because he is worthy. Just an amazing end to an awesome chapter in Colossians chapter 1. Man, Paul was just on fire, giving the good news of the gospel, but also warning the people, beware of these heretical doctrines that are trying to come in, stick to the truth so that you can spot and point out lies and walk away from those lies. And stick to the truth. Stick to the truth. Man, so good. Well, God bless you guys. Have an amazing rest of your Wednesday. Talk to you next time.